It is Bronze and Modern Gods. Bonus episode time. I'm John. Over there is Richard. What's up, buddy? Hey, John. I'm going good. How are you doing? I'm good. I just said, what's up? <laughs> That's what the phrase they used to use back in the 40s when you were young, right? Like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> People, hey, if you like what you see, why don't you follow us on Facebook and Instagram? Give us a like here on YouTube if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're on a favorite podcast platform, leave a review. You know all the good stuff that helps us out. We do really appreciate you for it. A bonus episode, you know what that means. Your topics, your questions, your comments. We also have the Instagram Market Watch with Bill from Elite underscore Comics 11. This time stepping in. Another set of three huge sales that we're tracking this week. Some surprises this week from all kinds of different eras of comic book collecting. Plus, a special underrated Book of the Week segment, complete with a sneak preview of this weekend's Torpedo Con in Hollywood. Richard, are you coming? Oh, I'm so jealous. I really am jealous. <laughs> uh, it's this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Hollywood at the Hollywood Palladium. Uh, tickets are not available anymore online. They're sold out, but you can come to the door and get standby tickets. So make sure that you get there uh, early. Uh, they have It's more than standby. If you get there early enough, you'll get in. You can buy tickets at the door. I will be there at least two of the three days. So if you see me wandering around, uh, say hi. That would be awesome. Say hi. He's he, he, he adores attention. So. <laughs> I'm not needy or anything. I just no. never had any love as a child. Also, it is Friday. When I'm back from Torpedo Con, you know what we need to do, Richard? What do we need to do, John? Let's have another live sale. Yeah. Yay. Have a live sale tonight at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, or if you're Richard, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> On the Bronze and Modern Gods Instagram page, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Bronze and Modern Gods. You will see us go live. Join us. We're gonna have a lot of cool stuff. Uh, you know, we you know we we pull it all out for this thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey! <laughs> oh. <laughs> so join us. Uh, so we've got viewer mail right you now. Let's mail. do it, Richard. Our first message comes to us to our email address. I'm not going to give the person's email address who submitted it because I'm sure they want some semblance of privacy. I will just read the comment. I have an issue of New Mutants number 98. Congratulations. I bought. It was already signed by Fabian Nicenza and not verified or witnessed. If I were to get it signed by Rob Liefeld and Fabian again at a CGC witnessed event like TorpedoCon this weekend and graded... Would I get a yellow label and a comment of other writing on the cover or a green label? Richard, are you looking at the notes? No, I actually, I am looking at the notes, but I knew, uh, knew the answer to this. Okay. <laughs> I was going to test you, but um, I'll just go right into it. It would come back as a yellow label, but with a qualified green strip across the very top. I'm going right. to throw an example right here on the screen right now. Your witness signatures would be called out. But your Fab original Fabian sig would just be reflected by the text on the label that says name written in marker on the cover or whatever it was in pen, whatever it was. Uh, not the best solution. I mean, you can try getting Fabian to sign exactly right over his original signature, <laughs> but that's not going to look ideal. Maybe a suggestion here is to try CBCS. Get it signed by Rob you know, not witnessed and then send it to CBCS and they can verify both signatures for you. That seems to me 
uh, the ideal solution here? What do you think? I totally agree. You'll you'll end up with a with the yellow label at CBCS. Uh, you'll have both signatures verified. There's a fee for that, but you won't end up with uh, with the wonky looking green and yellow label that you'll get from CGC. So yeah, this is the this is the problem with books that are already signed uh, and trying to get them signed again uh, because there's markings on the cover. They end up being qualified and. Uh, you get that double label. I've always been curious to try to get a book that already has writing on it so it would come back green, get it signed so it comes back yellow, and then add color touch to it so there would be purple <laughs> on it. And if, if either like CGC headquarters would explode or if they would add as many stripes as possible to the label. Oh, yeah. Could you could you get conserved in there, <laughs> in there too, somehow? Yeah, gray. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> if you want to conserve gray there, how many colors can you? It's almost like a fruit stripe gum. <laughs> yeah, this this is this is something you want to avoid. Uh, I don't even know how the value of a green and yellow uh, book would be labeled book in, in terms yeah. of what the hit would take because of the, the green label. If it's something that you want personally for your PC, just go for CBCS verification. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, if you want to sell it later, go for CBCS verification. <laughs> I think that's really my mm -hmm. suggestion uh, for you. All right. Yeah, Richard, I, whoops, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, and you'll get it back this year. Yeah, that's also true. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying not to be too sassy this week, so I, I'm 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 back in my space of love for all, even CBC. All right, what's your first piece of viewer mail? My first piece of viewer mail comes from Dick Stallion. From who? Uh Dick Stallion. What's that name? <laughs> Mr. Dick Stallion. Oh. I honestly hope that's his true name because that is awesome. That is the best. <laughs> Adult film name, if nothing else. If nothing else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't believe Eric is correct. Eric being the guy who was challenging our belief when I said something about, hey, slip an express book into your modern fast track and they'll, it'll go through, right? Right, exactly. Well, with respects to Jennifer at Ask CGC, she is incredibly helpful, but she has asked such a wide variety of questions that she is wrong from time to time. I did the walkthrough trick in April and had a modern tier inside the same box. I received that order three weeks before I received an order that had been delivered to CGC a month prior. Well, what do you think? Is that really happening or are they speeding up their return times? I've actually read stuff about the latter this week. I think April is before they switched over to the new pricing model. Mm. Um, and, and the, the changes that they've made in terms of determining the dates for books changed in May. So he may have slipped this in before the change went in. Um, when they, they, you know, CGC did a whole round, they changed the pricing. They got rid of the, the, the discounts, which was really discouraging. And uh, I think in, as a part of that process, they restructured how they actually count the turnaround time days. So if, if not, if anyone has any um, an example of something more recent, something from the last month or so, uh, please put something in the comments. I'd love to know because if this is a trick that still works, uh, I'm more than willing to, to, to submit, you know, uh, an express book and then, you know, 10 standards in there or, 
or, or 10 moderns and uh, see what happens. I am going to submit some books this very weekend at TorpedoCon in person. Maybe I'll slip an express book into my submission. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Next piece of viewer mail uh, comes from another person that emailed us at bronzemoderngods at gmail.com. So uh, whoever you are, thank you. Hi, John and Richard. Need some help here. Is the Spider-Man Firestar Iceman comic Danger in Denver from 1983 the second or third appearance of Firestar? I see that Spider-Man Firestar Iceman Dallas Ballet Nutcracker Volume 1 came out in January of 83, but the Denver issue only seems to indicate 1983. First of all, Dick Stallion, Nutcracker, make your own joke. <laughs> I, I see something here. Yeah, if you don't know, these two books were done as promotional uh, books uh, for newspapers, really, pretty much, and... Uh, they, they used, of course, Spider-Man and his amazing friends because they had the most media exposure for kids at that time with the Saturday morning TV show on NBC that was running. That is a good question. I, I'm guessing, I don't know the answer. Let me say that flat and clear. I'm guessing, though, that because the Dallas one actually says January 1983 on it, it was actually produced in 82. Remember, they the, the months on the issues, even promotional stuff, were three months ahead of the actual issue date. So it would have actually come out in November or late October if they were following that uh, convention still at the time, which they were. Um, yeah, that is a great question. I'm going to open it up to the floor out there. What do you guys know? Have you ever yeah. heard, have you heard of these books before? I, I have heard of, I have heard of, I'm, I'm a big Firestar fan. Um, yeah. you know, the, the, the cartoon was a little late for me, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I am rooting for, for her to come to the MCU. And there's been rumors for a number of months that there's going to be some introduction of her. If it happens, that's awesome. Pull her in. Um, I just can't think of what vehicle they do it in, at least anytime soon. It's really easy to do in the MCU because she has uh, that mass familiarity already, really, with an entire generation and two or two. Of, of people who grew up with that show. So mm -hmm. they're all in their authorities now. Um, <laughs> so, and Iceman too. I think people know who Iceman is because of that show. And the one character that we're all waiting for from uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, there are two that I think really should be in the MCU. And that would be Miss Lion, the dog, and God. Video Man, their video uh, villain, who was created in a video game. Oh, it was awesome. Video man. I love me some video man. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, it is amazing what we consumed as, as content back then, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> I will take no Miss Lion hate on this channel. <laughs> what is your next piece of viewer mail? I, I just want Firestar as uh, Art Adams drawer. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, John doesn't want to be saucy, but here's, here's a little bit of a saucy comment from uh, one of our. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> this is from Christopher Smotherman. Next topic. Why are so many people upset because of facsimile seller, uh, facsimile sells for a bunch on eBay? Is it because it wasn't you that sold it? Or is it because you worried that poor Timmy got taken because he couldn't recognize a reprint or read a description. Um, yeah, a lot of, lot of, lot of, 
lot of sass here. Uh, I personally, I love facsimiles. And anybody who's listened to me has probably seen me uh, talk about facsimiles. Some of the my underrated books have been facsimiles. I almost always, during our live sales, sell a facsimile. Um, but they're all, you know, very clearly, you know, described as being a reprint. And I have absolutely no problem with books that are that are reprints and described as such. It is those sellers sellers that list facsimiles without putting information in uh, the listing that it is a facsimile and uh, putting some price that would be very attractive if it was the original Mm-hmm. And you know, duping people who are not, you know, very observant into buying the book. I have problems with that, the particular practice. Yeah, I think that's what Christopher is getting at is some people I've seen a few examples. I'll throw a couple on the screen right now. Uh, particularly Werewolf by Night 32 mm-hmm. to be the latest one that's getting a lot of people uh sucked in. They'll put it up, they won't put facsimile in the description and the title. I'm sorry, they won't put it in the title, but they'll hide it in the description. And it is almost hidden, you know, or maybe one line at the end of the description. And if you are familiar with eBay, especially the vast majority of people looking at analytics are using eBay on their smartphones. So the description does not show up unless you click that little arrow that says see full description. And that's tends to be where people are putting in, hey, this is the uh, 2020 facsimile version. So you've got a combination of people who aren't reading the full description, along with, frankly, a lot of new people in the hobby in the last Mm -hmm. two years that just don't know any better. And they don't know to look at the, you know, see that it's $3.99 in the corner and that there's a UPC in the bottom right-hand corner. You and I, Richard, we look at that and we go, oh, come on. But not a lot of people are aware of that. Remember in our day, people used to rip off the cover, the cardboard covers of the Treasury edition of uh, Action Comics number one, where it had a big facsimile cover, glossy cover underneath, and they would sell it as an Action Comics number one to some poor unsuspecting rube (laughs) that didn't realize it was, you know, tabloid sized, if the Mm -hmm. original not tabloid sized. So it is, you know, you know, it's dishonest. Uh, Yeah, it. Yeah, it is dishonest. It's like uh, the, the old fantasy masterpieces. Remember those books um, when they would reprint um, Silver Surfer, uh, Silver Surfer 4, Silver Surfer 1. And it looks exactly like the original one, except for, you know, the little label at the very top. And I and, have to admit. And I know someone that actually got duped and bought a, a fantasy masterpieces number four thinking it was yeah. this surfer number four. Who was that, Richard? Oh, that, that, that was me. That was me. And you know what? I, 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 I bought it and the seller was not being, it was not being um, coy about it. it. It did say in the description that it was a, a fantasy masterpiece. I, I just slept on it and, and missed it. And uh, I let the transaction go through because it was my mistake. It was my fault. I, I bought that. Um, but if you know, eBay does give people who buy books a really easy way of returning. Um, every purchase you do on eBay now, uh, the seller has to accept returns. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons why I don't sell books on on eBay. But you know, so if you buy a book from eBay and you realize that it's not what you thought it was, file a return claim, and uh, you will be able to send the book back. You may be out of the return shipping. 
But, you know, depending on how much money you spent, it's it's a way that you can get a majority of her money back. Yeah. And, and Christopher, I see how you worded it. Is it because you're worried that poor Timmy got taken because he couldn't recognize a reprint or read a description? How is your heart? <laughs> That's, you know, where's your yeah. heart? Where's your heart at? Is, is your heart really in a place where you're like, F this guy, you know, he should read better and pay attention. Or is your heart in a place where it's like, Hey, uh, you know, maybe this isn't a good thing. It's hey, a, I, I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad either way. I'm just asking you, where's your heart? Yeah. You know, I met, uh, I was out in Florida for vacation and I, I met a, a, a young man. Uh, his name is Jorge. And he was just so excited about getting back into comics. If you're watching Jorge, how you doing? Um, he was excited about getting into comics. He was asking a lot of questions about comics and he's really into Moon Knight. And I was explaining to him the cost of some of the number one Moon Knights out there. And on the shelf was, was uh, werewolf by night. Number 32, the, the facsimile. Mm -hmm. And he was thrilled because here's an opportunity to read the book that he was not going to be able to afford anytime soon. So, so in those cases, facsimiles are a great way of getting access to books, you may never have uh, any other means to do so. Now, going back to Christopher again, I do agree with Christopher on one aspect that I think he is implying here, which is do your research. If you don't know any better, mm -hmm. and if something is way too good to be true, and you're thinking you're getting over on someone, you better think again, because someone might be getting over on you. So, you know, buyer beware. Caveat yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Let's move on to other things right now, including what's going on on Instagram live, all those live sales you guys see all the time. We're trying to track a few of the significant sales for you. And we do that every week with something called the Instagram market watch. And we're joined by someone from the elite underscore comics 11 team this week. It's bill. So let's get that dance going. Top, 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 top. And here he is right. Hold on. Three, two, one. Blah. And here he is right now. It's Bill. Wait, you're not Ali. What's going on? Oh, oh. <laughs> I guess you stuck with me this time. <laughs> I don't say that. I think it's great that you're here. Uh, we don't have enough Bill time, I feel. Aww. So it's good to have you here. Uh, some cool stuff this week, huh? Oh, yeah. There have been some big sales on some pretty notable books and stuff you don't always see every day, which is pretty exciting, too. Yeah. Um, the first one is a bit of a heartbreaker for me because uh, I was working at a comic book shop in Monterey, California called Adventure Comics and Cards when this book came out. And I had a stack of them. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we ordered it. Nobody bought it. And, you know, and I had them for years. And boy, I wish I had them now. What is it, Bill? I mean, honestly, this book wasn't on my radar in 1991 either. And of course, what? we're talking about Bone, issue number one. Oh, first print specifically. Yes, first print specifically. There were like nine, ten printings of this book. It was very, very popular and uh, yeah. well received. I had a bunch of uh, Bone number one first prints, and it came out around the same time as all the Valiant number ones, and I had a stack of those. Ah, uh, memories. Uh, what? So you have uh, a, a Bone one in nine point six recently sold on the page. And yeah, it, there's only, I think they say the print run is like 2000 on this first, on the first print. So, uh, at, 
it sold for seventy five hundred dollars. The back cover, if you guys have never seen the back cover of Bone, it is almost completely black uh, and glossy. It's got a really kind of a different uh, paper texture to it. Uh, tough to press. Uh, if you don't know what you're doing, you, you can actually really ruin these uh, cartoon books. Uh, I believe was the name of the company that uh, did this. And so to have a 9.6 in this is super impressive. Uh, GPA, throw it out. It's meaningless. The last sale was way back in September of 2020, and that was for $4,000. So uh, I think some things have changed since September. <laughs> well, that's the problem with books like this. You know, they're they such a low print run. They come up so rarely for sale. Trying to gauge the accurate value of the book is difficult because the sample set is so low. We have no way of knowing it, but I have to wonder if that's the same 9.6 that sold back in September. That would be that would be interesting. Yeah, and you know, with only two thousand of them out there, some of them are signed. Certainly, a number of them are lower grade. Uh, you know, it's entirely possible. I read it. I used to read my bone. <laughs> <laughs> now, if people need to be careful. There are, like as Bill said, there are multiple prints of this. Uh, the print runs are usually identifiable by different text. The word bone is the different colors. Yep. So uh, you're looking for specifically if you're looking for the first print, uh, this uh, beautiful red uh, bone letters. All right. Moving on. All I got to say for the next one is Kang. Ah, Kang, indeed. <laughs> Avengers issue number eight, uh, CGC 9.2 off white, white pages uh, came through the page, sold fairly quickly at uh 82.50 kind of a bargain last gpa on that was 85.50 so some yeah 300 bucks uh, i think they got a real bargain on this i mean this book is smoking hot right now i i understand it's a movie spec i understand does anybody get excited when they hear kang is going to be the villain Ooh, i love time travel stories well you're going to get your fill of it here in the mcu <laughs> for the next couple of phases <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I have I, I don't meet a lot of people who are like Kang is my guy. I'm really excited about Kang. Um, but here's hoping that uh, the folks at Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel Cinematic Multiverse now, all mm -hmm. uh, maybe uh, inform the books a bit. Then maybe they'll crack the character in a way that hasn't quite happened in the comics, and the character could forever be changed by the yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing the Council of Kangs. That would be a, a yeah would be fun uh in people's head spin but uh, uh another book that you have that will make richard's head spin because this has been on his <laughs> list forever this is an amazing book what is it it's iconic chamber chills 19 a cgc um it was 2.5 right yeah yeah 2.5 and uh wow i mean what a looker <laughs> the book's amazing pre-code horror it was creamed uh -huh. off-white pages six sold for sixty five hundred dollars again throw out gpa here last sale was in november of last year and that was for uh 46.80 so that book has absolutely seen growth and richard why is this on your want list are you a big misfits fan uh -huh. you know misfits it's that's a secondary thing um i am a big fan of pre-code horror this this particular book though uh, I just love the visuals of that cover. And uh, 2.5 is, is is probably average grade for this book. I mean, it's it's tough with that black cover. 
uh, being as old as it is. So yeah, I think I think uh, that price was was a reasonable price to pay for for this book, and I bet you they they realize a profit on it if they look to sell it next year. Oh yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the three books this week, uh, I, we have an independent uh, from the uh, early '90s. You've got a classic Silver Age Marvel uh, first appearance, and you've got a pre-code horror book, just kind of all over the place. I love it. Yeah, there's a lot to offer in comics, a lot of different things. And, uh, you know, th that that chamber chills. It's like the some people's grail when it comes to pre-code horror. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons to own books. And, uh, you know, the the Misfits connection, also another big, yeah. So it's, it's great. I love it. Well, Bill, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, well, you can find us on Instagram at Elite Comics 11, uh, Elite underscore Comics 11, that is. And uh, you can also sign up for alerts. We do live sales, comic consignments. Go to leecomics11.com to check that out. Uh, and yeah, you can find us on IG Market Watch here on Bronze and Modern Gods. Make sure if you're watching, you're probably <laughs> following, but make sure you are. Would you do the dance with us? We got to do the dance. See you next time. <laughs> We got Bill to do the dance. We got Bill to do. <laughs> Next Ali. is Ali's turn. <laughs> Ali, take note. You don't want to be left out. All right. I'm excited because this weekend is the return of convention time here in LA. There's been a few around, you know, way up north in the valley and places like that. But this is really the first significant Comic Con in LA County in quite some time. I'm sure someone's going to correct me in the comments the minute I say that, but <laughs> let me know what I missed. And it is Torpedo Con. It is happening this weekend in Los Angeles in Hollywood. In fact, at the Hollywood Palladium, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I got a sneak preview right from the source, Torpedo Comics in Orange County. I drove down there and I spoke with them to hear all about it. Plus, let's not forget our underrated book of the week from Caesar at torpedo comics in orange county so let's roll that beautiful footage hey everybody we are here at torpedo comics orange county in the city of orange and i am here with caesar hey caesar. how's it going what's going on what's up good to see you good again, to man. see you yeah. uh met you officially at the uh long beach yeah. event we covered a few weeks ago tell everybody what you do here at torpedo so i am a salesman right here sales associate right here in the front of torpedo comics oc and uh, I help out people with pools, recommendations, just, you know, the average Joe comes in, I want to get into the comics, you know, side of things, and I just recommend them some stuff. And of course, over here with my assistant yeah, manager. Who do we have here? Hello, my name is Alex. I'm the assistant manager here at Torpedo Comics OC. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I, I missed think... you at, at uh, Alex's bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people missed me. <laughs> <laughs> I was there and I was gone. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we see you guys on live sales, correct? Yes, That's correct. right. Okay, so if you've ever been on a Torpedo Comics OC live sale, you have seen these two. Why don't you guys switch a little closer? <laughs> we are here today not only to do Underrated Book of the Week, but also to talk about a super cool event that is happening starting today, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday 
in Hollywood at the Hollywood Palladium, and it is Torpedo Con. Torpedo Con. Woo! Tor this is a real honest to God convention. Yes. yes. It's our second Torpedo Con. We're super stoked on this. We have such heavy hitters going to be there. Frank Miller, Donnie Cates, Mark Brooks. Jim Lee. Jim Lee. Like Donnie. Oh, Donnie Cates. I'm so excited. Yeah. I haven't met Donnie Cates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Torpedo Con. Tell, just tell everybody you got some signings, but it's vendors. Wait, just, vendors. It's a convention, right? Vendors, it's a full yeah. convention. They're early Friday morning, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. We will be there. We're so excited. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. So you've got oh, how many vendors? Do you know? Any Whoa, estimate? Vendors. Oh, vendors. Over, 20. Over, 20. Over 20. Over 20. Golden Age. Silver Age. Silver. Bronze Age. Yeah. Yep. Modern Age. Modern age. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Some good so. toys. We've got just a bunch of crazy things. Heritage Auctions will be there as well. Oh, killer. Showcasing like their original art, um, special pedigree books as well. So that's going to be fun. I will ask on the toy front mm -hmm. for my cameraman, any Sailor Moon? <laughs> you know, put you on the Maybe. spot. Ooh. Don't worry about Maybe. it if you don't. It's a Comic Con. <laughs> so we get it. <laughs> I know. You love Sailor Moon. <laughs> All right. So. Torpedo Con this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Hollywood, Hollywood Palladium. Uh, I'm going to be there. Make sure you uh, you grab me by the neck. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Make sure you <laughs> tap me on the shoulder nicely and say hi if you see me. And I'm going to be getting a lot of content, doing a lot of stuff that we will have in the next few weeks. But now it is time. You know, the, I love the way I say it for our underrated book of the week. <laughs> Caesar, what is it? So, a lot of debate on this book because no one really knows and CGC hasn't notated it yet. Uh, I like it already. Or <laughs> CBCS, but the fans who actually read this series kind of know where it comes from. Okay. So, my underrated book is Batman number six from the New 52. Oh. The first full appearance of the Court of Owls. Yeah. So, here's a little argument about it. So, on issue number one, we get kind of like the first mention of them mm -hmm. in name. Number two is the first Talon. Number three is the first pre-cameo, which means they appear in a picture only. <laughs> pre-cameo. <laughs> I know, pre-cameo. It's a new thing. And then um, issue number five is the first cameo, which they actually come in a TV, I think, gotcha. monitor. And then finally number six is the first full appearance where Batman actually sees them in person. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's a little difference on those cameos. Yeah. Uh, now we're slicing and dicing it the way uh, nerds do. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is great. This is what we live for. Definitely. Uh, so, do you get a lot of that in? Do you because New Fifty Two was really heavily yeah, ordered when it came out. It was. So we have gotten some few issues in, but the thing is, they sell out very quick yeah. because of the fact as that Warner Brothers is introducing them into the public right. with the new Batman video game. It's in uh, Batman Adventures, this uh, season two uh, comics as well. So we're starting to get more recognized on that. That the new Fifty Two is something that was filled with so much promise, yeah, <laughs> uh, and so was heavily ordered. And a lot of those books, honestly, just kind of sit. The it's Batman series, on. yeah, yeah, the Batman detective, those always move. Yes, definitely. Uh, I liked Omac. I was the one. Omac. Uh, <laughs> so you know, I, I always. I think the whole line as. A line is a little underrated, as you yeah, said, slept yeah, on. Yeah. I agree about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, But that is a good one. Thank you guys both very no. much for having us thank here. You. No, thank you for coming. Can't it's wait an to honor. see you at I know. Yes. Beautiful shop if you are in Orange County, or if you're not, make a road trip. Come down to uh, Do Torpedo it. Comics yeah. OC. It is the place to be, definitely. All right. I'm going to be there, Richard. I'm so bummed. You know what? I, I, I would love to be there, too. Uh, next weekend, though is neocon here in northeast ohio so we're looking forward to that it's it's 
the one of the biggest shows here in Ohio. Nowhere near the scale of what you guys have out there in uh, Hollywood yeah, land. You know what? I'm bummed I'm not going to be there. Not because I can't be, but because I'm going to be somewhere else. You guys will see next week where I'll be. Uh, it's going to be fun. That's all I'll say. We're going to be broadcasting uh, almost live from a very cool location next week. Uh, that's going to do it for us for this bonus episode. If you're not following us at Facebook and Instagram at Bronze and Modern Gods, you should because don't forget, we're going to have a live sale tonight on the Instagram channel. Right, Richard? That's right. And we're going to have all kinds of books that are just rocking rocking and it is at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern or again if you're like richard and you favor the east coast it is 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific make sure you join us if you like this video hit like if you like this video subscribe if you like this podcast why don't you leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform and we will see you on monday everybody stay safe Richard already hates me for it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll teach you with that. A reminder, if you see me at TorpedoCon this weekend, please walk up, say hi, and uh, shake my hand or fist bump me, whatever you're more comfortable with. And we will see you on Monday. Is that it, right? Oh, I forgot. Are we doing, are we going to talk about the live sale? Oh, shit. Okay. Ready? <clears throat> I need to add this at the beginning too. Ready? We'll do a live sale for the beginning and the end.